video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Welcome to another episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Apologies for my vocals this week. I'm a little under the weather, but it's not COVID, thankfully. Why do you sound like a man? Shut up. I might see if I can put some sort of like filter on my voice to make it not like this. (laughs) See, the good thing for guys is that when a guy gets ill, they just sound more like a man, like hard. Just more gruff. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'll power on because we have lots of news to get through, questions to answer, new games dated, plus the usual get in the bin, gaming movie and pick of the week. Craig and Andy with me here as usual. Hello both. Hello. Hey How are we this week? Better than me. <laughs> Dwindling by the second, thanks to you. Well, yeah, we have passed it on. Nah, I'll probably start in the morning. Nah. <laughs> Andy's, Andy's looking like he's trying to build an incubation centre <laughs> over there in the corner. Hell yeah. So what's been happening this week? Not yeah. much. Boring lives we lead, as usual. That's true. Yeah, me and Craig have had a few... Argue, well, not arguments, but mm-hmm. um, he keeps getting annoyed at me because he keeps going to do things and then he's like, You fucking turned the plugs off again because oh, I, I just was, keep I going around switching no, all the like, plugs you off. Keep, you keep doing that, just... well, I know I should because right. I've been looking up things, you know. I was wondering where this was going because I was like, We don't argue, well, but yeah, we fucking do about this. See the amount of times that I've like plugged, you're in the wrong, I've plugged the laptop in and it's like. And then it dies, and I'm like, oh, the fucking laptop's broken. 20 minutes, I'm trying to fix the thing, hard reboots and stuff like that, and I realise the fucking plug's turned off. <laughs> You're the one that needs to change here, aren't it's... you? Thanks, Andy, for backing me up on this. Mm-hmm. It just, every little helps, Craig. We're in the midst of a, you know... You don't realise it... how much stuff costs yeah. when it's on standby. Well, I've got, I don't care. I've got some facts should... and figures for you. <laughs> <laughs> I care when you're out in the streets with your kids. I've There's been... a lot to be said for an easy life. Right. Mm-mm. So, if you've got a PS4, cost two point four one pence roughly per hour played. Um, Xbox One is about two twenty two, right. and this is like. Cut- so what you're saying is Xbox is incredible value. Before it's a bit cheaper there, yeah. two pound forty one well, to two pound twenty two. This is before that's the, incredible savings. The price cap's going up in October. Right, so it's so, now £16.40 yeah. or whatever. When left on standby, Craig, now this is where it is, they still use about 10 watts, so mm-hmm. that's about 18 pence an hour. 0.18 pence. Does that mean less than a penny? 0.18. Yeah, not sure. About four, yeah, about 4.45p a day. So that's £16 odd a year. And this is what you're upset about, £16 a right, year. Well, well, that's only one device. Exactly. And I can I can be at work and go, 
oh, I want to download X game and I can do it from halfway across the world if I want to. Not when you, because it's in standby, not when you fucking turn it off. No, the, the Xbox One quick start standby costs more energy than the full shutdown. So, so you should just keep it on all the time rather than shut it down then? Uh-huh. No. Like, that's not healthy, you know that. We've been there before. Um, obviously, <laughs> obviously, the Xbox Series X, S and PS5, they're more power hungry. They need more energy. Because, you know, powerful machines. They get big adapters. Well, so, the PS5 is the size of a fucking high-rise, so I would. Um, and also your TV. If you leave that on... That uses about 40 watts of energy well in use, but about 10 when it's sitting on standby. And how many fucking TVs have we got, Craig? And he still wants more? See, I only only have one that would be on standby, which is the one in my bedroom, because usually you fall asleep, don't you? When it's on, or you've just kind of like you're tired and you just go... Yeah, yeah. You're not going to really get up and then turn it off at the plug. So... All I'm saying is I feel like we need to take some measures because... Well, they've been taken and Craig needs to change his way. Yeah. Needs um, to get on board. What I'm gathering from all this is that rather than doing what you should have been doing, your job, you've sat here and looked up stats all day to railroad me on a podcast. Well, I was on my treadmill, yeah. While on your <laughs> treadmill, you know what I mean? Do a fucking shift and then come back to me, right? See if you just... I've not searched how much energy that's... Exactly, aye. So you're sitting there... On your treadmill, right? When mm-hmm. you're supposed to be working, mm-hmm. using up all the fucking energy mm-hmm. and you're angry about an Xbox being in standby. I'm just telling you some facts so that you've got this Was your phone in charge at the time as well, probably? No, but this, this is one... How many monitors do you use? Two. <laughs> right? How eco-friendly is that, eh? Showing off for your second monitor. Just use That's one. That's why Jess is trying to do all this. Yeah. Plus I work in an organisation where we plant trees, so it's fine. It, it cancels each other out. You'll get buried in a minute. Should take it to the Discord, see what people's opinions are. Well, yeah, I was I can't also... believe this guy's still sticking up for you. I was... just exposed you. <laughs> I was also on another... He's still trying to fight your corner. <laughs> I was on, like, another forum, and they were, like, posting, like, energy tips and things that you can do. And some of the stuff was, like, if you work in an office, like, fucking take things that need charged to your office and get them plugged yeah. in there. Make sure your phone's 100% before you leave the office and don't be charging it at home. Mm-hmm. Going for a shower at the gym, I might start doing this. Because right. I usually go to the gym and then come home and shower, but there's showers at the gym. Just use. Do they, do they have treadmills at the gym? They, they do. <laughs> <laughs> they right. the gym. Right, Maybe but, try that then. Uh. If we get a kitchen. I also <laughs> saw. Um, the fucking beds in. Where should we stay? There was a few um, suggestions that I thought were a bit suspect, so I thought I would just highlight them. So somebody said, stop using the hob and oven. Okay. What? Right. I, supposed to eat? Well, they've said, i.e., cold tin soup is cheap and nutritious. If you eat from the tin, it's only a spoon to wash as well. Oh, dear God. Cold. Have you ever tried cold soup? Right, see, we just went over the line a wee see, bit. I think so. If it gets I, worse, I've got another one. Well, what I would say is, see, to be fair... Oh, fuck off. He's just trying to, like, listen to him. Just everything oh, we he's, say, he's going to disagree. He's going to suggest we get say, a takeaway or something. No, I don't disagree. I'm just saying that... I personally don't use the hob or the oven very often at all. No, no, no. I can <laughs> right. imagine you don't right. get so near it. I'm pretty eco-friendly. I'm just, I just, I, I use someone else's electricity, mm. and then they bring me the food. Mister, I can make a you know steak. So using fuel yeah. and. But that's them doing that, not me. Right, but it's costing us more money for that. 
Well, you're saying about not using the hob. Right, here's, That's fine. We can all take away stuff tonight, Jess. Here's I'm, an, I'm, I'm open to suggestions. Another suggestion that somebody said is to cut out baths, which I'm like, yeah, fair enough. That probably does use a up bath. a bath. Yeah, yeah so, I don't have a bath. So, I'd prefer if you still washed. Right, well, uh, they've said they use they do very quick showers and then it, say, it goes on to say the whole family jumps in and out, in and out with each other, brackets, two adults plus four children. This is a bath again? No, a shower. Oh, a shower. But I'm not, what kind of website were you on? Well, I'm not sure. I, I, I just, I need a bit more clarification on what they mean by that because uh, that was w- a bit Were you on the dark web? No, and then what? they they also is, said are they just basically saying jump in after each other, which is what you usually do anyway. Because well, you don't go in. It no. seems like Jess has tried to bring clarity today, and she's we're leaving with more questions and answers. Yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, they also said um, then keep this is the same person keep the plug in the bath to save shower water to mop floors, water the garden, and even flush the toilet. When I get round to it, and, and when I get round to it, fill the kettle clean as well, the bathroom. But is that not your dirty pissy, like your shower yes. water that you'd then be trying water to? Uh, with flaky skin and dead shit in it. So I'm not sure how Fecal I feel about matter. that suggestion. And this is the person you're taking advice from. Well, I, no, I was just pointing out this was some of the suggestion. This person wants to put fecal matter in their fucking. Uh, in their, not their toaster. <laughs> What's it called again? Like I forgot what a kettle was called. <laughs> um, oh dear. This is what I'm dealing with. Someone that's taking advice from this psychopath. I'm not taking mm. advice. I'm no, just... I, I, this is just went a wee bit too far. Ah, yeah, I think saying. we should just scrap the whole thing, leave everything on standby, revert back to type. Right, well, you can pay the bill then. I do! <laughs> I fucking literally do pay the bill. <laughs> that's why we're still in the house. Fuck's sake. Look, we're going to be saved. Everything's going to get U-turned. It'll be fine, right? Oh, just calm down, right? Yeah, we'll see. We will see. We'll see. They'll do a U-turn. It'll still cost more, but it's not going to cost what they say it's going to cost. Yeah. There's the TV like just going on to standby mode now. Are you happy with yourself? No, it's fucking... 10 kilowatts of energy she is in there. 10 kilowatts. Fuck's sake, how much are your buds? I'll have to listen to this pish. Mm-hmm. Anyway. What else has been happening? Not much? Not much? Not much that I don't think I've been up to anything last week. What? I worked at the weekend, watched some football, played some games. Pretty much the usual. <laughs> just, <laughs> just living my life. Lots of goals, saw lots of goals at the weekend, that was good. Are you playing football? Played football Sunday night, aye. It was uh, it was rough going. How's your back, though? All right, actually, no, I wasn't too... Um, well, I, I didn't hurt myself or anything like that, although you know how sometimes you're playing football and like you come off the pitch being like, oh, I didn't even take a knock. And mm. then you get into the shower and you're like, oh, my, something's on fire. And I looked down and my, my, like, my shin was bleeding. So oh, you've obviously right. taken a knock at some point, but you just right. don't realise. It's um, funny when you see the blood it starts to hurt, isn't it? Aye. Uh, it was as oh soon my as the, God! It was as soon as the water hit it. But uh, Big Kev was playing, so the guy's a fucking oh, liar. Absolute sake. fucking liability in half. Fucking Neanderthal. He is, aye. I nutmegged him two minutes in and he went ape shit. Absolutely oh fucking ape shit. I'm just to go near him. Aye. But uh, 
I know it was t- it was rough going. See, Sunday it didn't seem that warm, but see, as soon as we started running about, oh, the whale's it been was good. Because <sighs> the sun wasn't coming through, but it was like burning you, and yeah. every day was the same. Like I'd I'd wore Jess's uh, fitness band, and after it, it was said like including I, I put it on before I drove to the football. I was in nets twice, and then I had it on when I drove home, and it said my average heart rate was one hundred and fifty. So. I'm pretty close to death. <laughs> but aye, we're trying to get a game again on Thursday, so... The road to fitness continues. Yeah. Unabated. How's the diet going, though? Or did I just... A wee bit better. Not not spectacular. It's going, to, it's going a wee bit better. Is it, though? Yeah. I've been eating less. Yeah? Okay. Eating less. Aye, your legs didn't work at the weekend. What was that about? Well, I had half an hour while Nathan was at his swimming lesson, so I was like, right, I'll just do a wee bit, a few leg um, exercises, started off with some squats, and then I went on the leg press machine, and I don't know, I have a real inability to sort of scale myself back, so I just (laughs) kept piling on 20s on either side, Um, so before I know it, I was like 150 kilograms, which was fine, I I did it, like... But then I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to regret regret this tomorrow because I'm not going to be able to move because I haven't ah, used yeah. that machine in so long. Um, and then I had like a not a charity cycle, but like a I don't know organized cycle um, that I did. It was like seven miles plus to get there and back. So it was about ten miles all in cycle mm-hmm. with the kids, um, like the morning after. So. Yeah, I was pretty pretty, sore. pretty ruined by the end of that, <laughs> and then this situation that I've got just now came on. So she's not moaned once, though. I've been struggling. No. <laughs> Honestly, you wouldn't even know. Been a trooper. Ah, uh, you wouldn't even know. She just takes it all in her stride. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. So that's me. We had a question in. Mm-hmm. Actually, we've got two questions in. Um, I'll go for the Greg's one first, shall I? Mm-hmm. So, Tony said... This is directed towards I Wonder? Yeah, I don't know where it's going. What, you think this is something to do with me? (laughs) Possibly. So, he says, I was in a Greg's in Bournemouth yesterday and standing there at the counter. I don't know what came over me, but I just heard Craig in my head whispering, get salted caramel. So I asked for a salted caramel latte and the response, it's not even Halloween yet, let alone Christmas. I think we now have to ask the question, are Greg's brainwashing their staff into thinking salted caramel is a Christmas syrup? And if so, what's our plan of attack against this assault on the taste buds? <laughs> it it does seem back? it does now seem like it's a coordinated Greg's effort to try and have salted caramel be a Christmas I suppose that is addition. that is their Christmas drink, so Aye, but it's a year-round thing, really. Aye, and that's fair enough. If they want to only sell salted caramel lattes at Christmas, then that's up to them. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that what they say goes. Yeah. I'm the fucking law. Probably show them how much money they're probably losing it and not selling it all year round. Aye, me and ideas. Tony, me and Tony. That's two fucking sales they've lost there. Although I just get a normal caramel one before, mm-hmm. I don't know what he did, if he did that or if he just fucking walked. I hope he walked out in disgust. I would definitely say it is a, a war on the senses mm-hmm. and it's unfair. Okay. What do you say, Andy? Are you equally outraged? Uh, I'm not really a fan of... I mean, I assume it's coffee. 
So, my opinion matters not. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so the other question we got was from Ali, who says, the topic of easy trophy games flooding the market has really heated up lately. As a podcast with a specific section for this kind of stuff, I have to ask, what is your take? Also, how do you see this playing out? Will they continue to be released in the droves or are just like they are just now or will Sony finally intervene? Hmm. Craig loves it, I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on one hand, I hope they don't intervene because it's slowly chipping away at Andy. And I wanna see how I wanna see how much before he just no. crumbles to the ground. It might be today's pure dead platinum, to be fair. Mm. Showing a wee sample of that. Yeah, but uh, I think they, they need to stop. It's got out of hand. You wouldn't have been keeping up with this, obviously, Andy, but like so ever since we started the podcast, there's been quote unquote shitty platinums released probably almost every week. But I mean, back when we started this, it sometimes you got maybe one a week, maybe, sometimes you didn't, yeah. like these easy platinums. But at this point, they're releasing 30 of them a week. I mean, it's literally, they are flooding the store. Like, um, That's oh, it's absolutely nuts. Like, uh, Colin from Sacred Symbols, he's kind of hop, he's kind of honed in on it. He's not happy with it. Obviously, he's trying to sell games and it's making it harder for people to sell games. Because if you go onto the PlayStation Store and you go to new releases, every single new release, you just mm. keep tabbing down. It's the fucking jumping taco, the jumping fucking burger, the jumping this, the jumping that. Oh, the shite of the day. Aye, and they're all just asset flips. Like, it's, I mean, we've taken the, I mean, I know we cover them on this, but it's not as if I'm not taking the fucking piss out of them. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't know, trying to advertise them. I do think they're shit and they're like, they should be banned. Like, Sony does need to step in and go, enough's enough. But I think as long as they continue to be published, you and the other trophy hunting people will continue to buy them. Yeah, I've sort of leaned off buying them recently, to be fair. Uh, like, there is ones we've covered and I have, don't be wrong, I've definitely done my fair share of them, but like, what I tend to do now is like, I'm not, so see the next time there's like a jump in whatever released, I'm just not buying it because it's the same fucking thing. Like if they release something different, I'm like, oh, well, I'll cover that on the platinum section. But I'm not going to like one week in the platinum section do a jump in burger and the next week do a jump in tackle because it's the same fucking thing. You can only laugh at it and take the piss out at once. No. Uh, but they do, like Sony need to step in and they need to fucking bin this shit because it's it's ruining the store. It's totally ruining the store. You wonder how much money they're making off. It's the thing, I don't think a lot. I don't think they're making a lot per game, but the thing is, when you're releasing, there's one of the companies that's released over 100 games this year. Yeah. So, see if you are only making... Ratalika! <laughs> and, uh, is and that what it's called? Rat- no, Ratalika. Aye, but see them. The games they release are at least games. Like, most of them are actually, these days okay games it's just they only make you complete three levels to get the platinum but there is 20 fucking levels there if you want them yeah. like these See, other that games seems like, like a, that doesn't a, seem like a very good platinum to me aye but it's still an acceptable thing because it is a game mm. whereas like this other thing it's just hold x and the sort of burger kind of moves a wee bit and then you get a platinum like but oh when i say they've released oh 100 games they've released 100 games but multiple regions of them. So in terms of actual releases, they've had about 600 releases. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So it's worse and worse. Even if you're only making £500 a game, 
if you've released 600 stacks or something in a year, that all adds up and then you start to make a serious bit of coin. That's profit. Aye. And that's what it is. They're not making a lot of money off this, off each release, but they're releasing so many that they've got a core audience that buys every one of them and then they make a decent living off it. So Sony need to step in and just go, look, enough's enough. Yeah, because I think like Nintendo sort of like cap the amount that like a publisher... Oh, they certainly used to, how much you can release. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if, I don't know if they implement something like that, but then I suppose they can just create like another company because it turns out like one of the companies like or there's two companies that are basically owned by the same people that produce mm-hmm. this shit. Mm-hmm. They've just you know and for what reason it's under two different like bodies. I'm not sure, but um, I think it's in case Sony turn around and go two hundred game like I mean one hundred games so far this year looks bad, but if it was two hundred it would yeah. look even worse. Yeah. And it's it costs nothing to set up a company. Yeah, there, there just needs to be some sort of quality control because... Yeah, it shouldn't... I mean, a, a company like Sony, it shouldn't be too much to ask to put a small team in place that when a game gets submitted for inclusion in the PlayStation Store, they have a look at it, make sure it's an actual fucking game, and then go, aye, all right. I think it's... Like, how fucking there. difficult is that? I know, we'll I'll do it. it. I'll sit there and be like, Plat- that's a platinum game, shit. I think platinum it's shit. more, though, that they should put quality control on the trophies because if you made the standard to have a platinum trophy higher then it would deter them from making these games because if if they didn't qualify to get a platinum trophy then you know why would they make and release them because nobody's buying it because it doesn't have the trophy does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah i i mean look the whole thing's fucked that's why like i mean don't be wrong, I love getting trophies, but I don't care about my... Pl- I mean, I know I make a joke about, oh, Platinum 450 or whatever, but like, I don't give a fuck, really. Like, it, is, it sucks that the people that got a Platinum in Elden Ring and then somebody that gets a Jumping Burger Platinum, <laughs> like, if you look at their, someone's fucking account, it just, oh, there's a Platinum, there's a Platinum. But you know what I mean? Somebody's mm-hmm. fucking grinded for 200 hours yeah. Yeah. and broke two controllers off a wall to get that, whereas somebody sat on their controller pressed and pressed X. X for 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, it, it does. It's a shame. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, no, I'd save it against it. But it's still very funny and I will continue to cover it while it's still available. Yeah, especially this week's one because it's quite the, quite the game. Award-winning. A doozy. Mm-hmm. A Gwen doozy. Okay. Should we move on to what games we've been playing? Uh, aye. I stopped playing my game because I fell out with it. That's right. So I've been playing Cult of the Lamb, which I spoke about last week, and it's doing really well by all accounts. I think they've sold over a million copies now. Really high Metacritic score as well. Yeah, it's a fun game. I'm enjoying it, but it's just full of bugs. And it's not just me that's reported it. There's been, like, loads of people saying... Mm. And, like, they have released a patch already and stuff. I think there was one, like, kind of quite severe bug that a lot of people were getting. But I restarted my game because it got so bad. But then I completed, like, the first boss. And then, like, it came up and said unexpected errors occurred. And I was just like, oh, I can't oh, be it just doing... happens randomly. Oh, uh-huh, I just I can't be doing with doing it. Um, and it's a shame because I had... When I restarted, like, having learned from the first time, I decided to name all my cult members Peppa Pig characters. And it, it was much better than the first time because, it, like, it comes up and says, like, I don't know, somebody's sick. And I was like, who the fuck is this? Because I've got no idea what their name is and no idea what they look like. But then I, I named them all, like, you know, Peppa Pig or Pedro Pony, so I knew what they looked like. Hmm. And I was loving it. But then 
crashed again. <laughs> so I'm gonna. So I do want to go back to it because, like, it's a it's a really good game. It's good fun, but I just I, need to wait for I, I feel like I've wasted my time now, and so I'm just gonna wait till it. Yeah. So I'm gonna move on to something new, but I don't know what yet. I might need some recommendations. So let me know if you have something that I could play. Yeah, I'd played a couple hours of that, and again, like I'm really enjoying it. Like really, really enjoying it. As in possibly top 10 of the year enjoying it mm. but I had to kind of stop and move on because there's a couple of review codes come in uh, and I was going to get back to it but then hearing like the performance issue you've had and then I've heard a couple of other people saying the same thing I think I'm going to do the same and just wait because I don't want to risk like I'll always be thinking of is there a bug around the corner or something like that and mm. <laughs> for how widespread the bugs seem to be it is it is strange that it's got like a fucking 86 or whatever it is in Metacritic like did all these reviewers just not get it like yeah it's weird I don't know I mean the thing is bugs never happen the same way twice do you know what I mean so maybe a lot of these people just didn't get many bugs or maybe it could even be that a patch on release days come down has made it worse Uh, but you've um, got to do like a very specific thing for it to crash possibly and only certain people are doing that obviously yeah but it's an excellent game I do agree Um. I've kind of had the same or similar with Saints Row, although not as bad, but I have been getting quite a few bugs. Uh, that seem, to me, that's always seemed like a buggy game. It's very double A rather than triple uh, A. And like, I don't know. not quite there. I, I think a lot of people were hoping, obviously I spoke about this last week, but they were hoping that it would have been quite a big jump from the last one. But yeah. it's basically... I mean, it's a PlayStation 4 game on PlayStation 5, mm. basically. It's not like it's been scaled back for the old console. It's been yeah. bumped up. The world is uninhabited. The And the missions are very basic, I was reading. Yeah. Like, yeah. Repet- repetitive. Aye, same, there's a same lot thing of, dressed up as a different thing. Again there's a again. lot of missions where it's go here, oh, there's a there's people coming from all angles. Defend your position. Mm-hmm. And you're like again, right? Or go over there and pick up that thing. I need that thing. Bring it back to me. Yeah. The more yeah. I get into it, don't be wrong. I'm still enjoying it, but the more I get into it, I would say I'm less high on it this week than I was last week mm-hmm. because I've played a lot more missions now, and yeah, that is yeah, starting to they're all the same. that is starting to creep in. They're not all the same. Don't be wrong, and I don't think the writing's as bad as some people are saying, and it's still fun. And I really like the sort of building element of it, like building your empire. But aye, there's a lot of stuff that is kind of stuck in the past. And one thing that's really fucking me off is that... So the checkpointing system's not bad, but some of the missions are like 45 minutes long, right? Mm -hmm. So I was playing uh, this long mission and you were taking this guy out for the day. So I take him to this one place and you fuck about. And there's some story stuff happening, fair enough. Then you go to another place, same again. You go to another place, same again. And then eventually you come back and you're a big shootout. So I did that and I was halfway through it and then castles appeared. So I was like, all right, I'll shove this off. We're going to put on like a movie or whatever. Now, see during that shootout, see if I was to die, Mm. there'd be a checkpoint and I would start right back there, right? So there's no problem that way. But see, because I turned the game off, when you turn it back on, you have to start that whole mission again. Oh, doesn't it start yet the checkpoint? No. The checkpoint mm. only works if you die and then restart straight away. If you turn the game off and aye, back while on, while you're playing the game, it's aye. only the checkpoint. Yeah. Work. So, but, um, like, should have just left it on pause and left. The exactly. Should have just left it to standby. No <laughs> fucking no problem. But I was trying to be a good guy, and what did it get me? Fuck all. 
and I haven't back to I literally haven't been back to it since because it was a fucking top to this mission and I can't be fucked doing it again I mean I will like I'm I'm off tomorrow I'll try and do it but I'm like fuck's sake can't (laughs) be fucked with that just wake up 45 minutes earlier play it the mission so you don't feel as if you wasted the day there you go so if you were planning to get up at what time did you get up in your days off? 8 o'clock so you got up at 7.15 play that mission and then you, you start your day at 8 and in your mind because that's all that's about in your head you have not wasted any time you've not you, you not when you get to dinner time you're not sitting chewing getting annoyed with yourself because you're like fucking still got to do that mission no that's you've true. already done it I don't know if sacrificing more sleep is the, the answer for me, though. <laughs> Went to bed 45 minutes earlier. Aye, I'd need to do that. Uh, I've also played a bit of a game called uh, Cursed to Golf on the Switch, which is a game that got really high reviews, like lots of like perfect scores and stuff like that. It's like a 2D golf game where it's pixel art style and you've got to, it's like crazy golf there's like multiple levels and you've got to use like special powers and stuff like that and get it down certain levels go through trick shots to get to the hole um it's good it reminds me a lot of a game called golf club wasteland which i personally think was a bit of a better game but i get it like i I get why it's getting high high scores i need to play more of it but it seems pretty good Uh, and more two point hospital fucking awesome reviews up now uh it's two just point it's, hospital it's a two point campus I do this every fucking time mm-hmm. uh, it's just fucking brilliant it's more of the same like that's probably why I keep yeah, mixing it up but it's just it's so fucking good see the hospital one's got a special nostalgia for me yeah cause a theme hospital cause I basically cause I remember playing theme hospital very vividly because mm-hmm. that's when I cut my finger off ah I was yeah off school and I just I was off school just playing theme hospital for months so that's why it sticks in my head because that was quite a traumatic yeah, thing. Yeah, you know would I mean? be. So it's like it's right there, and I remember playing it and just coming home for the hospital after an appointment and going, "Right, I'm going to play from the hospital." You know. Yeah. <laughs> See, to be fair though, I would honestly say that the the nostalgia will carry over into this because it's so similar. Yeah. Like it feels almost the same, it's but the same thing. a wee bit different, and mm-hmm. it's enough different that it's cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, more of that. Um, Midnight Fight Express, which is like a isometric beat 'em up that I've spoken about before. Really fun, well worth playing. Um, the more you get in, the more moves you unlock, and the more badass it becomes. And the last thing was Destroy All Humans Two, which I've got a lot of nostalgia for the original release, and it's the exact same game, but it looks really nice and plays really nice. So I don't know. Some of the reviews are like, "Oh, it's really childish humour." You're like. It's the same fucking game from before. It's called a remake. Like, I don't know what you're expecting. They fucking remade the game that people wanted them to remake. You can't even start fucking moaning when it's the same, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but again, really liking that so far. And I'll have a review up of that later in the week. How about you, Andy? Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. You still enjoying it? Aye. Still, uh, I, I checked the chapters to see where it was because I thought, Am I, this feels like a big boss fight. And I was like, I don't know if this is the end or no. And I was like, only halfway through. It's right. a lot bigger. And Aye, it's quite a long than game. I, I thought it was. Uh, but it's a it's really good game, so I'm still enjoying it. I'll, that's what I'll be doing on my two days off. Cool. Pretty much trying to complete that. Nice. 
You mentioned that the Two Point Campus review is now on the website. Are there any other bits and pieces of new content, Craig? Uh, yep, there is a Ellie Noir retro review by Callum, uh, which is really good, and I put up a video of last week's Pure Dead Platinum, which is Kid Ball Adventure, which is also kind of fun. And then later in the week, there should be Saints Row reviews and Destroy All Humans. Cool, sounds good. So let's move on to this week's news. I'm going to do my best to read my little monologues of the news, but <laughs> apologies if it comes out a bit squeaky or, you know, yeah. So first up, Sony has announced it's increasing the price of the PS5 console mm. in territories like Europe, the UK, Japan, China and Canada. Jim Ryan takes to the PS blog to say this is due to, quote, high global inflation rates as well as adverse currency trends impacting consumers and creating pressure on many industries. Based on these challenging economic conditions, SIE has made the difficult decision to increase the recommended retail price. You'll note I didn't say USA in that oh, list. I was like, yeah. the one that wasn't really. Suspect. So for the UK, it's going to mean the new price is about £389 for the digital edition and £479 for the disc version. Mm-hmm. So about a £30 increase. And then in Europe, it's like a €50 Euro increase with prices now being 449 for digital and 549 for the disc. Hmm. And I felt like this was all, it was definitely coming. Like, a lot of people seem to be quite shocked by this. But remember, a few weeks ago, we were talking about Oculus had put up the quest by £100. Yeah. And then Sony had been asked to comment, and they were like, eh, well, I mean, that stuff like that's starting to happen now. Wink, wink. Mm. So I felt like it was definitely coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm, see, to be honest, like, there's a lot of people really fucking outraged about this, but I'm just surprised it's only 30 quid. Yeah, like in the, in the grand bad. scheme of things, it's not that bad. No, it's just a lot of money in the first place. That's yeah. why it sounds like a lot, but it's not the biggest increase in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like, if you're that mad on it, surely, like, when you saw this news, like, you'd have fuck it. You should have went out and bought one, like, now if you could, you know what I, I mean? Well, yeah. if you can find one. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I understand, like, the thing is, I, I know someone that works in the like shipping and customs and stuff like that and like to get stuff from these countries now like China and stuff like that is costing four times what it did last year mm. like the cost of everything is going up so I, I, I don't know like I get jumping on PlayStation for this I'm not trying to defend them but at the same point like we're paying more for fucking everything no. so why is, does everyone think that oh well why would why would your fucking console not go up in price when the cost of fucking everything is going up in price mm-hmm. Like, I get it, like, Xbox have come out and said that they're not going to put their price up, but Xbox can afford to take the loss, and they're also in second place, so they'd be mad to put their price up. They can easily swallow the losses, and Nintendo don't have to put theirs up because the Switch has been out for, like, six years now. Like, they're making a hefty profit on the Switch. It's outdated tech. Mm. So, again, like, they can incur 
making less off each console. They're not going to make losses. Whereas when the PlayStation 5 came out, they were only making a slight margin on it, and now they're probably losing. Yeah. And I know it doesn't sound a lot to lose 15, 20 quid per console sold, but see if you're trying to sell fucking 30 million of them a year, that's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, just because they're a big company doesn't mean they should be... They can't afford it. Yeah. They can't afford it. And, like, everyone's sort of kicking off about America, but there's... My main reason... The main reason I think it's not been increased in America is because it's their main region where they're battling with Xbox. So I don't think they want to do it in that region. I think they're willing to take the hit there. But also, the dollar is really strong right now. Like, there's a lot of inflation over here. Like, I mean, what we're talking about earlier about gas and electricity prices and stuff like that. Like, that's not happening anywhere near as badly in America. Yeah. And so when the dollar's stronger, there's not as much of a need to increase it, whereas the pound's fucking terrible. So they do need to. Mm-hmm. So I think that's got something to do with it as well. Sticking with Sony then, on Monday they also announced that the acquisition of mobile game developer Savage Game Studios has went through. So alongside this, the platform holder has announced that it's created a new business unit, PS Studios Mobile Division. This will operate independently, adjacent from the console division and will, quote, focus on innovative, on-the-go experiences based on new and existing PlayStation IP. No time for mobile games at all. I was about to say, being a big mobile gamer, Andy, you must be buzzing for this. No time for it. Nah. Not even handheld. I can't get into handheld either. Mm. It's just not my thing. Ain't my bag, baby. Yeah, me. I feel like, I don't know, in a way I kind of like the idea of it, but then I'll just never so play it. I like the idea of yeah. it. Yeah, in practice I just probably won't use it. The only mobile game I've really played, two mobile games i played with any real like length of time, was that one, it was called Tower or something, and it was like a like a block of, say a floor of a tower, right? and it, it was like on a like magnet just swinging. And you had to drop it so that it was quite state like square on. Right. Okay. And then another one appeared. So it's and like that Jenga. Was swinging. Aye. So then you would your tower would get more leaning to one side yeah. if you were like misplanting it, and that was quite addictive actually. Right. And then that one with paper flip. Remember when you would flip the paper, you wrote it like a rolled up paper uh, ball. And you flip it into the bin. Oh, yeah, I remember And there was that a fan. One. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. And the fan would change and you would have to like, change your angle and you'd be like... <laughs> aye, it, was like it was like a game of golf almost. It was fucking good, that. But aye, I deleted them because they were taking too much of my life at the time. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. These mobile games can become really addictive. Yeah. But the ones... Like, I'm talking about the ones these days where there's too, there's too much detail for me in them. Yeah. They're basic mobile games. That's yeah. What, that's a mobile game for me. Not playing FIFA and Call of Duty. I just don't get that. How that's an enjoyable experience for anybody playing fucking Call of Duty or FIFA on a mobile phone. No, I agree. What the fuck? No way. I mean, it's incredible that you can get FIFA on a phone. It looks decent, but I just don't understand how people find it fun. No, I agree. I'm the same. I'm the same. It'll be interesting to see what they do, and maybe they could do something that would interest me, but I doubt it. 
Okay, so back in May, word on the street was that Hangar 13, the developer behind the Mafia series, was working on a new instalment. Fast forward a few months and here we are with publisher 2K officially confirming that the next Mafia game is in the works. It's early days though, according to Hangar 13 general manager Roman Hiladic, Hiladic? Yep. Quote, it. <laughs> it's a few years away and we can't share anything more right now. We're really excited to keep working on this beloved franchise and to entertain our players with new stories. I'd be interested to know if it's taken on from the 60s kind of one or is it back again? Yeah. I think go the <clears throat> back to the proper kind of gangsters. Yeah. was the, It sets it apart from other games. Definitely, that's the best way to go again. The rumour, I'm sure back in May or whatever it was when it was rumoured, the rumour was that it was a prequel to the first one, Mm. which would have put it in like the 30s or something like that. Which, like you say, yeah, that would be quite cool. You do want it to be far enough along that cars work all right and stuff, though. Uh Like, you you don't want... To have to be fucking horse drawn car. I oh, well, I don't know. I mean, fucking Red Dead. There was no car- well, cars in Red Dead. No, it's a brilliant game. I mean, if it's the 30s, they'll definitely have cars, obviously, but. Uh, they'll just not be very fast. Aye, well, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, if they're trying to make it accurate and it's like shittles, just go all the way down the road. You can be, I mean, I would forgive them for not making it totally accurate and making Aye. some of the cars a bit faster. It's fine. Um, what was the latest one? Was that three or yeah. four, three? I. I thought that was alright, but I just found it a bit repetitive after Very. a while. That was the only thing. I never finished it for that reason. How? Why is that such a big thing with games? Don't you know, know what I mean? I know it, there's a lot to a game, but surely you should be able to come up with enough ideas between a creative room of whoever, which studio's doing something, to come up with enough ideas or... Take them from movies. Yeah. Take just take them from movies. No, we don't care if you take an idea for a movie and put it in a game as long as it's fun. But just don't give us the same fucking thing every time. But just with a different skin and a different story mission on it. You like go over here, kill all these guys, or pick up this book, take it back to the guy. You got the book? I it's telling us to go and get another book. Right, right, where's that? Over there, right, no bother, I'll go over there, kill all the guys, get that book, take it back to the fucking big boss guy, you know what I mean? I know. The same thing over, it really gets annoying after a while. It must, must be a about, budget issue. But we we always talk about, uh, that's a good game, but it's a bit repetitive after a while. Yeah. Either just make the game a wee bit shorter so that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. Because how many times have you played a game where you're just a bit like, oh, this was a wee bit over now? Aye. Especially old Most world of games. the time. Most of the time. Aye. Especially old world ones where you probably spend too much time doing all the, uh, the quests just to get stuff off the map. Yeah. Because they know, as humans, we love to just tick stuff off boxes. And you're not, you're not doing anything really productive. You're just ticking off fucking items. And it really does it. Is it worth the fifteen hours of your time that you took to do that? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I just I think a lot of the time, like you say, like they look at it and go, right, this needs to be at least forty five hours. So for everything, so we we'll need to just copy and paste some because we don't have enough time to do like 
I don't know, like in depth VO, in depth VO, and come up with new cutscenes for every single thing. Yeah. And you're like, well, just make the game fucking a sort of tight twenty five hours. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you say, I, I, I know you get so many people that are like, oh, well, I don't think that was quite worth the full price because it was uh, five hours less than I was expecting. But if it's a fucking good, solid, like if there's not a wasted minute, right. then that's to me is better than padding something out. See if they still, see if they brought out the first Metal Gear today and they charged me like 35, 40 pounds for it. It's like six hours long. Well, the game takes you like maybe eight or ten hours to complete depending on how fast you play it. And half of that is cutscenes. Mm-hmm. But I would still pay money for it because the Aye. experience of that game is amazing. Yeah. Um, so it's not always about the length of time you, you sit down with something. That doesn't, that doesn't negate like, how, the, how the value of something. I don't think so. I totally agree. Like, as soon as a game goes too long, then it starts to ruin the experience for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I hope that they have learned because so that Hangar 13 the first one I'm sure that they made was Mafia 3 and it like the opening two or three hours of it is phenomenal it's it's so fucking good Mm -hmm. and like you say then it just sort of falls off but they then were the team that remade Mafia 1 which was a tight good 15 Mm -hmm. hours and so I hope that they have looked at the critical reception from both and went alright people thought that was really good when we remade 1 Let's go more with that model. Yeah. Surely. Learn from your mistakes. Like, it's no difficult. But aye, we've got a few years to wait for this, I think. Yeah. What we don't have to wait for, though, is Sifu's big summer update, which dropped yesterday, allowing players to tweak things like health, damage, structure, and more to suit their needs. This means that you can crank Sifu's difficulty up to an extreme degree or tone it down to the point where you can't be killed. A scoring system has been added as well, giving you yet more reason to master your martial arts. It's pretty cool that they keep adding stuff to this. It's definitely still one of my favourite games this year. So good. Like, it must be due on Xbox as well. Hopefully. Yeah. I was assuming it was probably like a (laughs) six-month thing, but the six months is up, and there's been no notion of it, so maybe it's a year. (laughs) But... They were dead coy. It's definitely going to come to Xbox. And what's cool is when it comes to Xbox, it's going to come with all this extra stuff. Yeah, that's true. Like, so... To me, this is a good example. Like, I'm not saying that they do need to do this or they don't need to do it, but see the Souls games and how fucking hard they are. Like, Elden Ring, for example, right? I'm going to go back to it at some point, but I have no faith that I'm fucking good enough to complete the game. (laughs) Right? And if, if I had a way to make it easier, then I would be more likely to because I'd be like, right, well, I can go in and I can try and get through it but if I can't then I know I can drop it down a little bit so that I can still experience it but they always say no we can't do that because it would interfere with the sort of structure of the game so we, we can't add difficulty options we can't add accessibility because it would ruin the game but Sifu's just proved that you fucking can like they just don't want to <laughs> which is fair enough it's their game but it's the excuses they use that they can't do it. It can't be done. It fucking can. You just don't want to. Just want to ruin my fun. <laughs> yep. Okay, so next up, Cart Rider Drift, the up 
upcoming free-to-play kart racer title from publisher Nexon Games recently finished up its pre-registration period and is preparing to enter open beta with its global racing test. The open beta begins on Wednesday 31st of August at 6pm PT and goes on till Tuesday September 6th at 6am Pacific time as well on the platform of your choice. The open beta will be playable on PC, iOS, Android, PS4 and Xbox One. I'm going to check this out, just the fact that it's free. Like, I'm always waiting for that kart racer that comes along and is maybe nearly as good as Mario. You know what no, I mean? No, like, would be. It's got to happen at some point. The law averages at some fucking point in the world, someone has to make a kart racer that's almost as good as You've Mario. You've just got too much nostalgia for uh, Mario. Like, and you, you naturally can't help but compare I think is part of the issue but Mm -hmm. there isn't a kart racer that handles anywhere near as good as Mario Kart and it just shouldn't be that difficult to do so the fact this is free to play I'm going to download it and check it out Mm -hmm. and see if it's any good do you want to race? aye fucking right I do (laughs) but I'm not holding out a massive amount of hope but it's cool that it's free and it's coming to everything free is always good enjoy free Yes, we like free. And also, speaking of free, Xbox Games with Gold has been announced for September. So if you have that, then it's free. But then I guess if you don't, then it's not so much free. Yep, free (laughs) with one of those wee asterisks next to it. Uh, So we have Gods Will Fall, Double Kick Heroes, Thrillville and Portal 2. Portal 2 is a pretty good one. I've completed that. It's a good game. Yeah. Usually there's fuck all in that Games with Gold service, but... Portal Two is a good is a good one for once. Stephen Merchant is the I had this sort of over the voiceover, yeah, with the, the wee thing that's following you about. I haven't played it in years so and years. Good. It's so good. Yeah, I might I might download it because I think this one, it's, you know, so some of the Xbox games with gold, they go live between like the first and the fifteenth, and then some of the sixteenth to thirtieth. You've got to download them oh. between, and this one's the second half of the month. So I think it's the 16th before it goes live, like to be free to download. But uh, I'm definitely going to download this because it's years and years since I've checked it out. Don't think I'll play through it necessarily the whole thing, but it'd be good to dip back into because uh, it's a fun game. Yeah, and we've also got a few other release dates to note as well. So the next Dark Pictures game, The Devil and Me, has been dated for the 18th of November. NHL 23 will launch on October 14th and launching on the same day as PGA Tour 2K23. Launching the same day. (laughs) Didn't quite say that right. PGA Tour 2K23. So that's October 14th as well? Yep. Yes, okay. And Beer Master, Beer Brewing Simulator, drops on September 29th. They'll make, so, they'll make anything into If you want to craft your own beers, that's where it's at. People will want to craft their own no, beers. No, they will. People will play that. Jeez, yeah, it's interesting launching two sports games on the same day. Mm. I mean, they're not the same publishers, uh, totally but different. still. <laughs> I, I mean, obviously, I enjoyed 
PGA Tour 2K21 anyway, like so I'm quite excited about this. But it's so they've got Tiger Woods as the cover star, what? which kind of feels like a little bit nostalgic because he was always remember it's always Tiger Woods for the EA yeah. license. This is obviously over at 2K now, so that's quite cool. And it feels like he's a wee bit past his best now. Yeah, he had a big win about two years ago, like a massive comeback win, but I don't think he's done much <clears> since <throat> then. No, is but, he still not got a little bit of you know? Controversy around him. He's a mad shagger, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um <laughs> <laughs> loves a shagger. Is this why you are watching Happy Gilmore again today? Well, yes. So Happy Gilmore was mentioned on Discord today because I think it just came up apart from PGA Tour, but also so in the promotion for this game, they had an interview. And it was Tiger Woods interviewing Shooter McGavin. <laughs> which was quite cool and so instantly I was like oh my god are they putting them in the game that would be fucking awesome so I looked into it and apparently so far it's just no no he was just interviewing them and it's a kind of cool wee thing for promotion for the game oh. but I'm like come on to fuck like make it a pre-order bonus make it something get Shooter Shoot McGavin, McGavin and get Happy Gilmore into the game and like <laughs> Shooter McGavin be like 99 aye and he does the wee fucking finger guns when mm-hmm. he when he puts something <laughs> and then get Happy Gilmore in it like or how, if, you, if you just miss if you just miss a putt with Happy it Gilmore starts going he goes nuts. just go in it's your home <laughs> so good but like see just been able to do that animation for when you're driving a ball like it'd be so much fun yeah. do that and do when you're on the green you've got the fucking ice hockey stick to putt be fucking mm-hmm. awesome there's no reason why they shouldn't do that. It'd be such a great bit of cross promotion. It'd be so easy to do. If they can make if it's a good character model thing. Oh, you can definitely make them in the character creator, but cool. I want I want the proper <clears throat> animation when he runs yeah. up to drive the ball. Proper facial as well. Yeah. Yeah. And the caddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and lastly then for this week's news, we have some updates on gaming TV shows and films. So, first up, the Resident Evil Netflix series has been binned after one season. Netflix themselves confirmed this via Deadline, citing a lukewarm reception and sharp drop in viewing numbers. Aloy has been confirmed to appear in the upcoming Netflix show based on Horizon. Filming has already wrapped on season one of Twisted Metal. The show will now enter pre-production and likely be streamed on Peacock in early 2023. And lastly, Netflix announced last Thursday that Francis Lawrence, known for the Hunger Games series I Am Legend, will be directing a film adaptation of 2007's Bioshock. Logan and Blade Runner 2049 screenwriter Michael Green is also attached to pen the film script. There you go. Yeah, that Resident Evil wasn't. I was going to say, you had started watching it the last time I spoke to you. Six episodes. Right. Before I was. Because I was kind of like, is this going to get any better? And and it was kind of like, alright, but no great. Ah, because I think I'd spoke to you and you'd you'd watched the first two and you were like, "Ah, I'm interested to see more. Aye. And then I'd watched a bit more and it was just. And I stopped. (laughs) Aye. 
I stopped and didn't go back to it, which sounds like what everyone else done. <laughs> Aye, I think a lot of people that I spoke to said, yeah, they watched the first kind of three, four, five, yeah. and they were like, right, that's plenty. And that's a death nail. As soon as Netflix see that in their, their report, yeah. something going uh, just down and down and down, probably reviews, and then like the last episode is getting hardly any. Okay. It's obviously what's happening. People are watching it. People, like, piqued people's interest. They've watched it. Judged that it's shite. And then tailed off. Nah. And they're like, cancel. Yeah. I mean, we're never going to see those numbers, but you've got to assume that you've got, like, the only fucking 15% of people that watched episode one actually got to episode fucking eight or ten or whatever, mm. and that's fucking damning. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's how bad it was, but it must have been bad. Because, <laughs> uh, I they've been that. Um they wrapped that twisted metal pretty quickly. They can't have been filming that for long, but then maybe a lot of it's CGI, so there maybe wasn't that much to actually film with people. Post production as though they start doing all the CGI. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They they weren't filming for long, so I, uh, I guess maybe there wasn't. There's like maybe only half of it needed to be filmed, and the rest oh, of it will right, be done yeah. after or something. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of interested in that. Uh, and then I'm I'm really quite looking forward to seeing what they do with Bioshock. Like oh, a, a lot good. of people seem quite negative on it. Like they're like, "Oh, I don't want this," but I think it could be really good if done well. I think it's a good story. They could some they could implement it into a good film, and it's, it's got the, to be done right. And it's the type of thing that, like, may, maybe they do. I mean, if they just use the world of Rapture, there's so much within that that you could then create stories with mm-hmm. for sequels and yeah. It's so I I think it could be cool, and the names that are involved so far make it seem promising. So have you played all the Bioshock games? Mm-hmm. See that that was one of the biggest kind of twists for me in in a game was that first one, you know, yeah. the Andrew Ryan character, yeah. and there's that guy who every now and again is kind of leading you and asking you for help and stuff like that, and he says, like, "Would you kindly?" And that's like you know, remember that's like a trigger word mm-hmm. for your character. For to if they say would you kindly and then ask them to do something they just you can't help but no do it mm-hmm. but it would be part of your mission anyway so you'd end up doing it um, but I just thought when that get revealed that that was a, like a psychological trigger where I was like oh no fucking way because then it starts showing you all the cutscenes back in the game it's a really and clever game and you don't realise it's happening that he says would you kindly basically before every fucking kind of sentence that he asked you to do something and you start getting like shivers up your back and you're like oh fuck that's awesome what did you what did you think of infinite uh, i wasn't a fan of that as much i liked it but i just i didn't think it was anywhere near as good as the first nah. one like nah. i know i know quite a few people that think in, infinite was the best one i'm like nah, no way like man a Bioshock game for me yeah i'm the why. same i didn't really i mean in terms of gameplay it did but i don't know i just i just even though they probably had done as much as they could with rapture i just a fucking city in the sky just didn't really do it for me. Yeah. yeah. But aye, look, cool stuff to look forward to. Indeed. So yeah, that's all for this week's news. Time for Get in the Bin. Johnny, did you put out the bin? I did, yeah, I did. Get your little wheelie bin and push all of your rubbish in. You better hurry, don't be late. They'll soon be outside of your gate. Are the bin bin coming? Are the bin bin coming? As the cry of every woman, will the bin bin come today? So we have a few nominations this week. As always, I will run through them. We will 
discuss them and we will pick something to go in the imaginary bin. First up from Callum, he says, every time I drive a decent distance, I just want to put all other drivers in the bin. People are fucking idiots. I could not agree more. I fucking hate people. I mean, I sent you a picture, I think you put it on Discord, of someone that just drove into a shop. And you're like, how? How did you manage to do that? And that's not the first time round about here that that's happened. There's been multiple instances of people yeah, just... just been a bit preoccupied on the uh-huh. phone. Yeah. Yeah, it was a particularly bad one. I'm just sending it just now, Andy. Tell me if you think that that was somehow in any way possibly an accident. Is this local? Uh, it was in Hurlford or something like that. Oh, right, right. What the fuck? I mean, so, oh, they, they just managed to go through the one bit that's not got a fence. But even then, they've had to go through there and then turn. Cause, aye, because of the way it looks. Yeah, aye. there's no way that's an accident. Nah, that's, that's somebody that's when I'm not waiting till fucking half ten to get a bottle of vodka. <laughs> so they've drove through the fucking window at six in the morning. Or oh, they've had an argument with the guy that owns it. You wouldn't sell them, drink it, like what you're saying, 10, 10 to 10. <laughs> uh, last week we had a nomination for Andrew Tate. Have you heard of this chap? Andrew Tate? Yeah. No. no. So. See, I hadn't really either, and I didn't really know the full extent of his crimes, right. so I sort of glazed over him last week. So he's been re-nominated because yeah, he's so, a proper cunt. Yeah, so he, he was like a, I don't know, some sort of kickboxer, turned sort of social media fame he has like an mlm like scheme and so off the back of that he's he's kind of amounted a bit of a following um which is sort of and i I think as part of like the promotion of these little scheme like people have been sharing these videos which has kind of catapulted him but some of the shit he comes out with like i've watched a lot more of his videos since and yeah, he's basically almost promoting domestic abuse and, oh, nice like, guy. I think he's moved countries to try and, like, avoid rape charges and stuff like that. I assume like, he's, oh. up, he's up for a rape charge, so he's moved to somewhere where they don't extradite and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you are now part of the problem for having watched the videos, though. Uh, well, this is what happens, isn't it? I'm not going to watch any of that shit, then. <laughs> well, he's put his foot down. No, I'm not, I'm not got time for that fucking yeah. domestic abuse and that. No. Um, Fuck off. Another nomination we got was from Ryan, who nominated people who send copy and pasted messages to people. So, like, if you send a message to someone... Oh, like one... I kind of know what you mean. Yeah. To be fair, I'm guilty of that. Like, when I'm trying to organise games of football, I'll, like, just say, fancy a game of football Thursday at 7 o'clock, and then I I paste that to fucking every fucker. Is it no, like... It's like those ones where you put down... uh, like, put down what you think, and then you put down like how many arguments you've had with your sibling. Is you who's the best sibling? Who's the funniest? Uh, you, uh, you two, oh, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Oh, that stuff's annoying as fuck. Paste and if five friends retweet aye. or whatever, aye. then you'll stuff know like that you're true friends. <laughs> Send us to ten shit. people, or you get hit with a bus tomorrow. Yeah, that's just like that yeah. I'd rather get hit with a bus than reply to it. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Mo Salah got nominated, I guess, due to his continued 
shitness. Brilliance. <laughs> well, that was because of, I assume it was because of the Fantasy League. So a lot mm. of people in the Fantasy League, if you've got, each week you get to captain a player and that player mm. gets double points. Right. So because Liverpool were at home to Bo- uh, Bournemouth, a lot of people put Mo Salah as their captain and Liverpool went on to win 9-0 and he didn't score or get an assist in the whole game. And Liverpool could win Which nine. Is rare. Aye, Liverpool could win nine nil a thousand more times, <laughs> and he would never not get an assist or a goal. And he also missed two fucking setters. The first one was one of the worst misses I've ever seen in my life. But uh, I can see people being a wee bit, a wee bit annoyed. Mm-hmm. We had Baz nominating shite football takes. Not really sure what he means by that probably based on what I've just said there, because yeah. he's a Liverpool fan. Yeah, probs. And you're a sneaky fucker, Craig. He's, How? he's amended this document. He's just... Uh, there was one more, which is from Tam, Adventure Trails. Whoever invented them needs shot. My ankles are falling off, so he's obviously not having right. a good time. And Craig has edited, the, edited this document and snuck right in the bottom, summer again. Huh. What, we're, we're allowed nominations? So, are we going to put Summer in over fucking Andrew Tate? No. Well, I would. Because that's who I'm voting for, right? That away. is who I'm voting for this week. We're all sweating our balls off in here. Oh, my right. God. Well, listen, that's because I've got a temperature in Listen to Jess's raspy voice. She's sweating her balls off as well. <laughs> hey. Not because of Summer. You're not feeling it, eh? I mean, I, I, I am not feeling well because of you. Well, that's true. I mean, we don't know if it was worse or better, though. <laughs> No, I agree. Andrew Tate. Get in the bin. Get in the fucking bin and take summer with you. Please take summer with you. Well, I mean, the guy's going to burn in hell, so we could give him summer. I think hell's a wee bit warmer than summer. I don't know. Eternal fiery damnation. (laughs) Or yay summer. There's no yay summer about it. Do you know what there is a yay about, though? Yay! Pure dead platinum. Mm, yes. Yeah, so, right. buckle in, folks. This, this one is when I kick is, back. Yeah. So I was working today, and there were some strange, strange noises coming from the living room. I came through to see some rapey-looking moustache man on the screen. A proper rapetash. Yeah, and. Craig shared with me it was a game called I'm in love with your dead grandmother. Yes. So loosely labelled an FMV game. This is the fucking thing you've chosen. Hmm. That's what I showed you earlier on. I thought you were going for the alien game. Destroy all humans is not. <laughs> oh the aye. That. It's not. Well, it's, I mean, it is an easy-ish platinum, but. Oh my god. It's not a fifteen-minute platinum. Jesus. That's just shocking. What's shocking is the acting in the film. The mm. fil- I'm going to say the film. It technically, I think, is a short film. So I went on their website. It's developed slash shot and produced and published by Cumulator Films. Now, these two are a couple and they are French-Canadian. They know their shit. I've looked through their social media. I've looked through their website. They they're not trying to be serious. They are trying to be really bad, and they've succeeded in a spectacular way. 
Uh, so the game basically is an FMV game where you watch what's happening and you've got five or six choices you have to make. Uh, if you want to get the platinum, I'd suggest using a guide so that you make the correct choice. Wait a minute, five or six like per choice that comes up or throughout the whole thing, there's only five or six choices? Ah, in the 15 minutes, there's maybe uh, maybe six, seven or eight choices you have to make there's like usually like an a a b or c answer and what you have to do to go next um and yeah the whole story is basically that you are this guy who is getting together with this girl she is not the best looking but she's way out of his league we we rape tash and so he goes over to her house she's right into him for reasons completely unknown and he does seem to quite like her, but when he sits down on the couch, he notices a picture of a grandmother. Now, I can't believe you. I can't believe we've got time on this. <laughs> but honestly, what what makes it even funnier? And I, it, this must it must be intentional, right? Because how hard would it be to get a frame to put the picture of the grandmother in? Mm. But it's not. It's in a fucking DVD case. So there's an open DVD case, and that's what's sitting there as if it's a fucking uh, frame. Okay. But when he picks it up, you can tell it's a fucking DVD case. <laughs> and so he starts then fantasising about the gran, and he, he's the plumber, and he's round to help, and you have to pick a shit out of the toilet. And then uh, he falls in love with the grandmum, and uh, then he finds out then that she's dead, but he's still in love with her. And then it ends, and you get a platinum. Jesus Christ. But yeah, so when I checked their website, it seems like this was initially a short film and they've made two or three of them, but they've obviously decided to bring it over and charge for it on PlayStation. Oh my God. So Charged. What? How much was it? Four quid or something. Oh my God. But what I took from this is there might be more coming. Oh no. And we can only hope that they're of a similar quality. Oh, we can only hope. I mean, one thing I would say is... And we can only hope that you bring those sequels to this podcast. I will. And and go through them with as much seriousness as you did there. Andy, these are all designed to slowly break you. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> it's nearly happening tonight, I tell you. I know it is. But yeah, uh, it's one of the worst things I've ever played. But it's one of those so bad that I would honestly... I wouldn't say buy it, but watch a video... Because you need to see the levels of how bad this is. Yeah, I feel like you do. Like, yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you could do it by buying it if you want a platinum, but you could just look it up online. Like, it's it's atrocious, man. It's so bad. Uh, I'm I'm glad I experienced it. To be honest, okay, it's it's that bad. <laughs> but also the one the one semi good thing from it is see the uh, the music at the, the main menu it's catchy as fuck that song I'll get Jess to put it in the podcast but it's catchy it's a long grey hair a wrinkly face so much beauty in one place she's all that I want she's stolen my heart I think I'm in love with your grandma I'm in love with your dead grandmother I know she so yeah, 15 minutes, use a guide, 1 out of 10 difficulty, pure dead platinum confirmed. Raspberry voice. 
Is that you slowly segueing into Batman here? Yes. Uh, I'm Batman. So, yeah, let's move on to this week's movie, which was, as we may have given away... Batman and Robin. Belter. This, this was quite the film. So this was shite. Good stuff. 3.7 out of 10 on IMDb. It's not the lowest that we've watched, I must say, That's, but it's uh, pretty low. It is pretty low, aye. That's generous. Mm-hmm. So this is... I watched it twice. The film where Batman and Robin try to keep their relationship together even as they must stop Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy from freezing Gotham City. This is the one where Batman has nipples as well, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They all have nipples. The yeah, bat nipples. Looking at the nips, yeah. Uh, they all have nipples. Yeah. And You're taking got, me to the cooler. He's got like fucking... Like a bat thing for everything. There's a bat credit card in that, isn't there? Yeah. Oh the, my god. The credit card's fucking horrendous. The, it's it the, expi- and the expiry date on it was like, like forever. What's the <sighs> other movie? Batman Forever. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it says something like that on it. Like, Aye, there's, there's, or something. there's definite callbacks. Like, one of the campiest bits I thought in it was when Mr. Freeze sort of like, he freezes an area and him and Robin are on their arse and the two of them just click their boots together and fucking ice skates come out the bottom. And they oh got my god, so that's about. the thing, it's the, th- it's the sort of thing that, <laughs> whatever the situation is, they seem to have yes. the the right uh, gear. Yeah, if a shark just appeared, somebody would have fucking shark repellent on Aye, them. it's but amazing. Quick, give me the bat shark repellent. And it would be dealt with, you yeah, know what I mean? falling out the sky and all of a sudden they've just got a fucking hoverboard at their feet. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. It was that's a bit, atrocious. this film was... It was so one bad. step. It was one step off being a porn parody. Oh, it's so bad! And but with I, worse acting. Only for it, just every word, every sentence was a pun. Oh, aye. Let's kick some ice. We're going, we're going to insert. We're going to insert some of them in here. He could not talk without it being a pun. Everything freezes. That's that's almost the way the writers seem to approach it. Was. Can he have Arnie talking in this film unless he's saying a fucking cold pun? Do you, know, do you know he got 25 million oh, for no. doing this and he was on screen for roughly 25 minutes? So it was pretty much a million dollars a minute he was on screen. Holy shit. And also, I'm pretty sure that's the only time this has ever happened in a Batman film, but in the credits, he gets top billing ahead well, of Batman. Well, no, oh. so this is actually the second movie which the actor playing the main villain, obviously in this case Mr. Freeze, is billed over the actor playing Batman. And oh, the, that happened in Batman 1989? Uh, so Jack Nicholson, nah, who was sense. the Joker, was billed over Michael Keaton, who was obviously Batman. Yeah, that so, makes sense. Um, I suppose if yeah, you go by... It's, it's, it's weird that, yeah, he hasn't... Um, See, that film was good. That, that struck the right balance between darkness and kind of yeah. comedy, almost. This was just way too far in the kind of slapstick zone. Oh, definitely. Was, oh. So, like, 1989 was good. I mean, I genuinely think... I mean, Batman Returns is honestly one of my favourite films. Like, I, I, I think that did the same. Then the Batman Forever, which I also watched last night... Uh, He's a glutton for punishment, Jesus Christ. The wheels were starting to fall off, but Jim Carrey did a great job as the Riddler. So it was just held together by that, and it's seen as an all right film. Mm. But then this one just absolutely fucking shot the bed. Fell off a fucking cliff. So, like, what about the bit when uh, it's near the beginning when Batman comes in to try and stop Mr. Freeze and he goes fucking sliding down the dinosaur like he's fucking Fred Flintstone? Jesus Christ, I've seen that. (laughs) 
<laughs> and he's just perfect balance <laughs> <laughs> straight down it um <laughs> the bat computer's a fucking mac with a bat logo over the top of it that was amazing Jesus. uh we're talking about like games where they just copy and paste stuff for missions mm. all three villains became villains by getting flung in toxic stuff oh, all three of them fuck's sake they showed the origin of all three of them and it was the same fucking but, thing to be fair is that the origin is that the actual origin of those and they just happened to have chosen three villains that they probably didn't maybe look back and go how did they get that way and then they've already made the film and then somebody's looked back and went you know these all fucking fell into a vat acid all three of them <laughs> and they're like That's oh true. shit really what even are they yeah yeah <laughs> that's true but it, that I, I mean the fact that they pretty much showed you how their origin back to back like it looked mm-hmm. it was so jarring and uh, then like when they introduced Barbara like granted I spoke to a few people about this since I watched it and they've maybe sort of highlighted that it wasn't quite as creepy but so she turns up and she's trying to get like a key above the door or whatever and Robin opens the door and he's like oh and it kind of the camera pans right from the her toes to her fucking face in a sort of sexual manner and then he goes oh please be for me and I'm like mate she's wearing a school uniform <laughs> simmer down but then people stated that well Robin's supposed to be a teenager as well but oh, right. he doesn't come across as a teenager in the film so it seems creepy but maybe it's not meant to be yeah. mm. I, I've read a thing as well that says as of 2021 so last year and I don't think there has been anything since but this is the only appearance of Batgirl in a live action Batman feature film yeah, probably. Yeah. They always just go with Catwoman. Mm. Yeah. Batgirl, Batgirl's always seen as like a sort of B-team member, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Which is why I think some people aren't that particularly excited about Gotham Knights. I still think it could be quite good. And I think Batgirl could be a good character. Mm. But like to that end, like there's one bit when... Um, so it's when the three of them meet for the first time after she's got the bat suit, which is another fucking ridiculous bit in the film. But uh, oh, so, I tits ass like they just make sure yeah. they cover all like yeah. So at, at the begin at the beginning of the film, they show Batman and Robin's ass up close. But mm-hmm. yeah, then when she gets into the suit, it goes because it's a right close up vag ass tits, and you're like, that's not by accident. No. You've done that. Uh, all the crucial areas exactly and she's got nipples again <laughs> so the first time the three of them meet Batman asks Batgirl and you are and she replies Batgirl so she's come up with her name pretty fucking fast then Batman says that's not very PC what about Batperson and you are Batgirl that's not awfully PC what about bad person or bad woman Bruce it's me Barbara I found the Batcave and like to me at back then in what ninety seven, they're clearly taking the piss out of like that somebody would have had an issue with her being called Batgirl. But like in twenty twenty two you get fucking cancelled for shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But back then they were just willing to take the piss on camera about it. Uh which I thought was weird. And also when she says, It's me, Bruce and you're like, I I mean for fuck's sake it her mask is the equivalent of somebody getting pissed at a party, falling asleep, and someone drawing glasses on them yeah. with a fucking marker. Yeah. That is what her fucking mask is. And she's going, it's me. It's me, Barbara. And he's like, all right. You look exactly oh, the fucking I same. I didn't notice you. Exactly the fucking same. You're wearing glasses. 
uh, Coolio turns up briefly. For I'll, say, I'll, be, I'll be honest, I'll be asleep nearly end. Did you? Aye. Oh man! I just couldn't take it anymore. It yeah. wasn't hard Manchester at all. No, <laughs> oh, fuck it. I watched, as I say, I watched it twice. Uh, when Alicia Silverstone's trying to guess uh, the password to get in because she's trying to find the back, uh, well, the back she's cave. about to find the back cave, and she just starts typing in random people's fucking phone num- uh, names. Mm. She's just like, "Hmm, Alfred? No, it's wrong. Um, uh, uh, Barbara." And it's wrong. And then she sees a picture of, I guess, her mum or something next. And she's like, oh, Peg. Correct. Way. And then she's straight into the back cave. And I anticipated you would and took the liberty to create something in your size. Suit me up, Uncle Alfred. What, the password was Peg? Aye. That's bullshit, like, oh, because passwords usually have to have the more than, like, well, six or maybe ten Maybe not characters. in 1997, 97, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> After, you know, they they decided, oh, you need to make it six letters now, mm. and then it was, oh, you need a, a special character, I mean, now you, you need a number. And there's not even any <laughs> recapture. I mean, is, this, is this a telegraph pole? <laughs> to, be, yes. to be fair, even in 97, to get into the fucking Batcave, you think you would need a special character. Yeah. Maybe a question mark. You think it would be fucking like bio stuff rather than a fucking password thing? Can't believe you just fucking didn't react to the question, Mark. That's that's the Riddler's calling card. Come on, mm. come on. Fuck's sake! You're too clever for this. Crazy He's asleep yeah. at the wheel here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were com- me and Castles were commenting that Mister Freeze keeps losing his gun a lot. Every time he tries to shoot somebody, it gets knocked out of his hand. And Castles are like, just pan faced over the corner, goes, probably just keeps slipping out his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Um, I, I also read that um, Hulk Hogan was like third choice for playing Mr. Freeze. I would have loved oh, really? that. Yeah. I, I would have loved that. that. I can see that. Actually. Yeah. Because they obviously just wanted a big meaty fucker. Yeah. And I can see him delivering those lines. Yeah. Because that. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Oh, I didn't know that. I wish. I really wish that had happened. Now, did you ever watch <laughs> Suburban Commando? Yeah. Remember that? Uh-huh. Oh god. I watched a couple of episodes of Tropic Thunder recently. Really? Mm-hmm. Where was that? Downloaded it. Oh my god! You <laughs> fucking searched and downloaded uh, it. I downloaded it. I watched about three episodes. It's fucking amazingly. Is it just one series? I think it might have Surely. got a second season. Really? Maybe wow. it was only one. It didn't last long. Clearly, because wow. it was fucking awful. But I it's. Know. It's funny. <laughs> right. Sorry, what else? Uh, I, I, one thing that I thought was weird, so obviously, like we spoke about with earlier Batman, so Batman 1989 and Returns is Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Batman Forever is Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. And then this one is... George Clooney. George Clooney. But it's the same Alfred in all of them, mm-hmm. which is quite cool. So it's the same guy throughout all four. Just keep they just keep fucking changing Batman, and seemingly the plan was that they were going to just cast and they were going to keep going and keep casting a new Batman like almost every time. But this one did so badly that it just fucking killed it. I mean, so what do you think? Mm. George Clooney even came out and said, "Like I think we've just ruined the series," and he's also yeah. been known to refund refund people like out of his own pocket. Like if you went to see the film, I'll give you money he back. Thought he destroyed so the franchise, yeah. didn't he? But mm-hmm. it did also it did destroy the franchise. It did kind of bolster his career in that mm-hmm. it you know got him into Hollywood and yeah. got him known almost, even though maybe not in the the best of ways. Because I remember hearing he left ER for this. Yeah, he dressed up in the bat suit and went and <sighs> seen them, but 
after you know while he was filming. Wow. With his nips, you know. They were probably ah fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Just get rid of you, you fucking prick. But is that if they're getting like a new guy every time? Well, every nearly every time. Is it seen as a this person's playing these different people are playing the same person, or is it a different person? Well, I think it's supposed to be the same Batman every time. Because if it's the same Alfred and he just goes on, he acts like it's the same Bruce. Because we used to think that about James Bond, but now we're, it's kind of confirmed that it's been it was different 007s. Oh, really? There is there is some storylines that make it like you kind of contradict it, but they, they've kind of like retconned those a wee bit and went, no, what happens is a 007 will die or retire and another one takes his place. Mm. I didn't realise that. That's what they're doing for the new one. They right. Kinda, uh, Daniel Craig kind of stops being 007 and... And then someone else comes in. Somebody else comes in and is 007 again. That's fair enough. I think and this James one's... James a code name kind yeah. of thing, you know what I mean? I think this is supposed to be the same. It's supposed to be the same. Aye, because it's Bruce Wayne. Aye. So that, aye. But, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, in a way... Fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and George Clooney's shit performance was a blessing in disguise because it took the franchise being killed and going away for eight years for us to get the Nolan trilogy. Mm. And if this had been successful, we may never have got that. Yeah. And so, he wasn't even going to make that a trilogy at first. Mm, which just supposed to be a one-off, wasn't one, it? Yeah. Imagine we didn't get those two other films. I know. Fucking hell. Because they are brilliant. They really films. are. And yeah. with Thurman, what did we think of her as Poison Ivy? Mm. I thought she, she actually played the part alright. It wasn't too over the top. Yeah. She played it because she's a good actress. So it was kind of like she tried to be as understated as possible for the, what the role was. But Yeah, um, there was a really daft bit where Mr. Freeze is in jail and the two guards are like, you've got a visitor. And then she just wanders in in full fucking ridiculous outfit. And you're like, right, you'd have been stopped at the door and told to fuck off. Yeah. But yeah, I, I thought she was all right. Uma Thurman's one of these people that like, I don't know, like she she was only like 26 or something in this film. But like, she's one of these people, I'm not saying she's unattractive or anything like that, but she's always looked 40. Mm-hmm. Do you know she's what I mean? She's always looked the same, man. Eh? Aye. Like, it's almost like back then she looked way older than she was and now she probably looks way younger than she is. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? She yeah. just looked... Like you say, she's looked the same. But, um, but aye, she was all right. She was all right. I didn't like the guy playing Robin. I don't know, he just annoys me. Seemingly, oh. if they were making a new one, they were going to write him out because they weren't oh, happy fuck. with him. He's a shite actor, though. What's his name again? He's not done that much. Something O'Donnell or something like Chris O'Donnell. That's it. Chris O'Donnell. He's now, I think he's in one of those NCIS shows like Miami with LL Cool G or something like that. He That's seems he like he seems like the type that would do something like that. Him and LL Cool G. Yeah. I, I remember looking at his IMDb and he hadn't really been in that much. Well, this isn't really a career highlight, is it? You're not going to hire him after this. To be fair, it probably is a career highlight. <laughs> 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 and uh, since you never made it to the end, you wouldn't have seen. But uh, so the credits start coming up and I'm like, 
who the fuck is singing that? Because it's a whole song about Gotham City. It's fucking right. R. Kelly. <laughs> oh, is it? God. Rapey Kelly. Oh, shit. Rapey Kelly. That's not aged well. Nope. <laughs> I wonder if that's been cut from, like, see if it was on a streaming service or something. Mm. Like, I had the, the DVD shoot. theatrical release. Uh, uh, it got shit. delivered. Um, <laughs> and so obviously it couldn't be removed from that but I wonder if it was on a streaming service if they'd be like right let's just bin the Gotham I City song I can't believe they finally got him he'll not get out he's about 80 I think now or 82 or something they wanna I if listen, he makes it I listened to a podcast on him and I, I mean I knew he was Do you not bat- watch that documentary on it all I've not seen the documentary no oh, but I listened fuck. to a two part podcast and like I, th- I knew he was a bad guy, but when you hear about the fact that he basically had cells in different houses and stuff like that, that's fucking unbelievable. Ah, you need to watch the documentary. It's absolutely mental. Nah, some boy. Some boy. Right, so shall we pie? Mm-hmm. It was poor for me. I, d- I mean, I, I know there's big names in it, and... It's no excuse. It's Batman, but it oh, it was so bad. And I don't even think it was like funny bad. It was just bad. bad. Yeah, so I'm giving it a one, one as well, Jess. One. <laughs> one for me as well. I notoriously quite enjoy a bad film, <laughs> right? But I agree that it went past the line of being so bad it's good. Like, because it wasn't there was bits there was bits that were so bad it was good and I had a good laugh during it but there was too much that you're just like no that's just bad mm-hmm. uh, so it'd be two for me like I think Batman Forever is bad but it's got enough that you're like ah fair enough fair enough but yeah no it was it was pretty bad I'd say, I'd say two what the audience got for us? Audience are with me and Andy on a one. Oh, for fuck. 36% one and then 27% two. So the majority thought it was piss poor as well. <laughs> 9% with five though? Well, I don't know who these people are. But Questionable yeah. individuals, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Oh, just want attention. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we've kind of alluded to in the past however many weeks, we've sort of moved away from gaming-inspired movies to gaming-related movies, but this one that we're going to pick for next week, I'm not really sure where it sits. I think it does have some sort of gaming ties, is it not? No? I'm not sure. Gives a fuck. So we're going to go for Flight of the Navigator from 1986. Mm-hmm. So it's an oldie, but is it a goodie? We'll find out. We will find out next week. So if you want to watch it, you can do so. Send us your thoughts. Go vote over at puredeadgaming.com ahead of next week's recording. Yeah. Yeah. Pick of the week time. Time for pick of the week. 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 The pick of the week this week is powered by Game Pass. And it is the incredible Immortality, mm. which is a game I've spoken about before. It was supposed to come out about a month ago and it got delayed. It was the end of July, it was due initially. It got delayed a couple of weeks and it finally launched on Tuesday and it's getting really high reviews. As it stands just now, it's the fifth highest reviewed game this year which is only behind, like, Elden Ring, 
the PC release of God of War and a couple other things. Like it's it's really highly rated. It got loads of perfect scores. Um, it's a game. It's an FMV game. It's made by Sam Barlow, and he previously did Her Story and Telling Lies. And so it's it's just meant to be brilliant. I've been really looking forward to it, and I'm going to check it out this week. We'll play through it. I don't think it'll be too long, and so we'll aim to get through it um, before next week's podcast so we can talk about it, but definitely check that out, and it's on Game Pass. But it is a pretty good week for game releases, so we also have The Last of Us Part 1 is coming out on Friday. And if you are picking that up and playing along, then it is actually our latest game club game in the Discord. So you can talk uh, with like-minded individuals, I guess, (laughs) uh, about that. Come and join us. The link for our Discord will be in the description. Uh, There's also Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed, which I talked about earlier. Um, There's also the TMNT Cowabunga Collection, which is 13 classic... Uh, Turtles games that scored really high as well so you can check that out and there's also another Game Pass game called Tinykin which I've not had a chance to look into properly but it's meant to be really good it's an indie game and once again on Game Pass so check that out as well maybe but um, yeah it feels so weird not giving Last of Us the pick of the week but I feel like it is sort of a re-release and obviously with Immortality scoring so fucking high I just thought check it out so we'll go with that and see to be honest even though the last of us probably their initial release scored the same or higher than immortality i've got a feeling tomorrow once the embargo lifts i think it's going to score lower than a 92 and so that sort of justifies the pick of the week well if you say so craig i do Okay, that's all for this week then. Thanks again for tuning in. Please make sure you subscribe on your podcast platform of choice so that you don't miss an episode. We release each week on Thursdays at 3pm and we will also have another Afterlife episode with our August recap and best bit of the month available to listen to on Monday with Donnie and Alex as well so you can check that out too. If you want to support us, then you can now buy merchandise. How exciting. We've got t-shirts with our logo on them. I will leave a little link for that in the description too. And yeah, in the meantime, you can head to puredeadgaming.com for all the latest reviews and keep to keep up to date. With everything. Indeed you And that's me. Hopefully I will have a better vocal ability for next week. Jess will be singing next week. Mm, not quite. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Ciao. Thank you.